0: Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I'm your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is December 19th. This is episode 139. And welcome, everybody. Hopefully, you're having a great, fantastic Monday morning. As well, we have Jay joining us today. Welcome, my good sir. Good to see you in here as always.
1: Uh, thanks, buddy. I think uh, the world uh, just uh, heard me say that I'm in the podcast a few seconds ago. So, you know, I'm glad I could also say that I'm, yes, happy to join the podcast. I wasn't <laughs> muted. I thought I was. But uh, yeah, we got some interesting things going on here, like always. You know, we'll. Uh, I'm excited to kind of dive deep into this and see if we can win this game, huh?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. As always, guys, we'll be starting off by taking a look at our macro timeframes, trying to dive deep into what we are seeing over the long term, and then breaking it down into those smaller timeframes. Of course, we'll get Jay to bring on his ideas and his analysis right afterwards, giving us a better perspective from the all around. And yeah, let's dive right into it. So, weeklies today. Absolutely ugly. Ugly, 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 ugly. We've opened with quite a bit of a bearish turnaround potential here. Red dots showing up on our Ethereum. Liberator. Wolfpack starting to point back down. Money flow starting to point back down. These are not the signs in which that we were looking for. Obviously, everything last week has started to shift back into the negative again between all the uh, news coming out with the exchanges. Finance, proof of reserve, all the FUD behind it. They saw about 6 billion in outflows just within the last week or so. So a lot of people are getting scared. A lot of people are getting pushed out. And the trend of that is more than likely to continue in the shorter to midterm. Obviously, if it starts to continue to turn around on the macro, we could be in for a much rougher ride than previously expected. From all the shenanigans that's been coming out. Yeah, as far as that weekly goes, everything so far not looking great. We closed with a big doji on Ethereum, Bitcoin, almost in the same boat, rejection candle off of our 18,300, 18400 level, which you know, obviously we were we were looking for rejection in that zone. We were looking to come back into these prices. But we we should have been starting to see turnaround at this point already. When you break yourself down into the smaller time frames, we push into the daily, three day, we just essentially see continuation into what the weekly is telling us here. Potential rejection of money flow, rejection of Wolfpack, rejection of Market Liberator. The thinking is going to have to change. Unfortunately, we're going to have to stir and uh, steer ourselves back into that bearish direction as we've been very clearly projected off of a very key level for us here what we still need to see in this multi-day time frame is a complete invalidation of the triple confirmations that we had to the upside we have not seen that yet at least as far as three day goes daily has already confirmed that we're tc down and that we're turning ourselves back down and continuing lower we still are holding market structure of eth as far as daily goes Sitting at about 1150. We could definitely still see some sort of shorter term, midterm bounce over the next couple of days to really give us a clear lower high overall sense. We really didn't get close to the midterm resistance or the macro resistance on this push up. So there's definitely some potential for turnaround in the shorter term. Is that going to be enough to turn around the macro though at this point? As the macro is trying to shift down. It's very hard to say at this point. Everything, as far as news goes, as far as the TA is telling us that at this current time, no, we're more than likely looking lower and we'll have to reevaluate our positions, if anything else, into that more bearish sense. As, again, as unfortunate as that is for me to say, you know, we can't always be correct. Things happen that you cannot control and you just make the best of it and move on with your life and you know nail that next trade that's how she goes When we break ourselves into our more midterm time frames 12 hour eight hour really i mean again starting to starting to see potential starting to try and turn around here we are still technically in a higher low format still as far as things go if we were to get shifted back down in the shorter term time frames though this would very quickly more than likely lose its level and look for a continuation lower. I believe me and Jay are both on the same page when we say we're looking for towards potentially 15,5 or 15,000, if we do break the low here, if we do turn everything back down and in which again four hour showing us that sign that we're trying to push below this level as it stands right now, 16,6, 16,5 and if we lose that level, we will be looking for potentially a uh, lower low overall in the midterm. There is still potential for a bullish divergence along that next bottom, uh, whether that be 15 or 15.5. And we may try to see another capitulation bounce from there. But overall, you know, we just, we have to be diligent of the trend in the timeframes and everything that's telling us that we're more than likely pushing uh, lower from this point in time. If everything was to turn back up in the shorter terms, let's say over the next six to eight hours, there is still potential for some sort of bounce into 17,000 from here, maybe even seventeen five. We could see very short-term rejection off that level before continuation. Or we may see this again, continue to hold the higher low in the 618 and try and go for its bounce above the local highs and so on and so forth. But it's going to take a lot at this point in time to do so. We're also working against the DXY and the US 10 year right now, as they are also looking at trying to bounce in the shorter term midterm. We can see that the daily and the 16 hour of the US 10 are bullish diverged. We have money flow pushing its way back up, and we're working towards triple confirmations of the daily back up as well. 16 hours are already TC to up. As we've spoken about with the Dixie, we're potentially looking for 108. Again, 107, 108 to be retested for a lower high overall. That would be an essentially a good thing for the macro, for the crypto markets and everything in between. But obviously in the short term, in the midterm while it's happening, it's not a great thing for us. We, it should help fuel us to continue in the direction that we're going. Um, as far as US tenure goes, you know we definitely have some resistance up here at 3.6 3.7 um, being that the, the 618 and the market structure level are both sitting along those lines we also have right under four percent sitting as pretty key level resistance as well so for the midterm and the short term these charts look to want to continue higher meaning that they will work in opposite tandem with bitcoin and the stock market telling us just giving us more confluence that overall Ethereum and Bitcoin and the altcoins especially will more than likely be taking another step lower, as as that is to say. Stock market as far as S&P 500 goes, I see no signs of of this, uh, short, of this push down stopping anytime soon. I mean, we are coming closer to support here, uh, right around the 3800 level, as we've spoken about in the last couple Sessions, you know, thirty-eight fifty was a key level. We pushed right through it. Well, you can see that we did come back and retest it for a rejection, and then took our next step down. Thirty-eight hundred was the next level from there. We're pretty much right at that level now. Yeah, I mean, we could definitely take one more smaller step down and towards thirty-seven fifty or thirty-seven thirty, and still find our way bouncing from a higher low overall in the midterm, but. Again, as far as everything's going, you know the midterm money flow is shifting back into the red. We've had a very clear rejection off of resistance, and we're at this pinnacle point where we're holding up between key-level support and key-level resistance. It's got to make a decision of where it wants to actually go probably within the next week or two. I'd say by January we should have an answer. It may end up extending a little bit longer just depending on what happens and how fast it happens. But overall, it's not looking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jay, you want to jump in? You want to give us some of your thoughts?
1: Sure. Uh, well, while we're talking about the S&P 500 there, um, <laughs> something I want to add on to this is, uh, and I, I, uh, I added this to my chart ages ago, and it's kind of funny. There was a, a Michael Burry tweet about what he thinks the bear market's going to do and uh michael burry's like the guy the great predictor of 2008 and all that you know and he's always bearish right but i found it kind of entertaining so i marked it on my chart that uh, i forget the exact percentage he said it would drop but i i ended up putting that box here though like a couple months ago and he he predicts it's going to come down to 2600 all the way to 2400 as a low and i look at that and i say hmm Pretty low, it would be a higher low on the macro, and that'd be okay, but it's pretty low, and it just makes you think what kind of capitulation is gonna have to happen here? What is gonna break, right? But yeah, I've got that same channel you do as well, and you can see like the clear rejection as well. You know, we had like our little fake breakout, you know, oh my god, CPI data, yeah, yeah, we're bullish. Oh, look at the markets, and like two candles came in that were giant green dildos, and everyone got all excited, uh, but uh. I saw those giant green dildos and I got scared for my life. I got scared. So yeah, it got dumped off. And um <laughs> you know, but it got dumped off and it, all I see is us continuing down to the at least this lower trend line that you have, it's the same trend line. Um, you know, which at least revisit the three eighty two a thirty five fifty. But more than likely, after bouncing off of it, we would get a smaller bounce before continuing down more and probably visiting the 0.5 next at about 3240. That's our obvious previous resistance turn support on the way up in the middle of uh, 2020. Sure. So, I mean, it would just make a lot of sense that that would be our next target, you know, um, if this one breaks. But involving Bitcoin, I thought, thought this was kind of interesting. I've really been trying to learn. Here, here's the right chart. I've, I've been learning more and more about stochastic RSI. Um, and trying to just figure out how to use it successfully, you know, or just how to read it i I always find it interesting to like just find an indicator and just delve really deep, right? Do back testing. So many people just throw five hundred indicators on their chart and think it's a, they're going to be a God. But all you really need is like good knowledge of one, right? And mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting every time we touch the green bottom here, which is at about four percent roughly. Pretty much every single time I've marked it on the chart here with vertical lines, well, too, you can see there was always some sort of bounce. Now, it's not necessarily like a turnaround or like a big bounce like this one was right And this one. But sometimes it's like the little baby flag bounce. Right. You know, but in literally every situation, even when it gets very close to hitting it, we'll get something. So Mm -hmm. that just happened a uh, a couple days ago, uh, the first one. And now we're actually there again. Right. We're touching it again right now. Mm -hmm. And it kind of makes me think that that would give us at least a bounce, but what it's going to do is it's just going to send us back into like this previous re- same resistance area around seventeen three, right? So this was resistance, 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 bust over it, right? Nah, we're good because we're going to fake out the high mm-hmm. and then come back and turn it back into resistance once again. Before then, continuing lower, I could see that happening, and that would reset a lot of the oscillators on the lower time frames—the four-hour, the hourly, all that. Right? Um, they'll start showing hidden bearish and regular bearish divergences, and then they'll get carried down by the bigger time frames. Because um, what I see, like the daily on BTC, it's like we've held—we're barely holding right now. This wick—that's that, why there's support here at sixteen six—is this wick. You know mm-hmm. a close a daily close below that, and I think seeing fifteen, five or fifteen right in there is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we hold this and if we somehow close back above that seventeen three fifty, then I think we're seeing twenty k so we're we're in like to me, it's like a seven hundred dollar range close below this we're going close above that. we're going up, you know yet again, it could go up or down, but I, don't know, I find it pretty nice to just have like a 700 hundred dollar range that you know we're stuck in and let's see which side wins
0: yeah so. yeah definitely the,
1: a couple other things too is just looking over at like overall market structure here um i mean it's it was a pretty obvious support resistance retest yeah. right um and then it got sold off like after we held that in the summer right summer all the way up to october we held like 18.5 or so as support really the whole time and then as soon as we get back up there again it's like now we're good right so it's kind of classic market structure with the retest kind of makes me think visiting this next fib down um at like 14.6 right in that range would make a lot of sense but inevitably probably a little bit lower on a wick probably down to this like thirteen three hundred wick
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
1: that's kind of what I'm seeing here. If we come back down to those lows again, it would just make sense for more continuation and more crapping on bulls excellent, yeah, but <laughs> at the same time, if we were to get above that seventeen like three right in that range, if we were to close above that, then mm-hmm. I see twenty k yep. so i i mean it's it's interesting. It's a good time to be paying attention um for sure because this this is kind of a critical area, but You know, if we close above that, here's here's our monster right here at literally at 20K that we'd have to get over. So it'd be Mm -hmm. nice for the bulls. And I almost think that might happen just to suck some more liquidity in once again. But is that feasible? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I totally agree with that. It's just whether the retailers are believing in it still or if they've essentially lost their hope, Mm -hmm. you know, because what is 20K going to amount to? At this point unless it changes the macro I'll look again back into a bullish posturing you know i don't see too much coming out of this even if we were to go all the way back to 20 it would act yeah. as the same thing as a rejection off of 18.3 just right. you, you know as you said locking in more liquidity essentially mm-hmm. to take that next leg down if we don't have enough as it stands
1: yep yeah hey man well you don't know what you uh you you, you joined the bearish team you know i'm huh. always over here just being obnoxious saying the world's going to end you know and all this stuff, you know really glad gra- glad i could uh, bring that that joy and cheer to to <laughs> you as well
0: <laughs> well i mean i have to believe in what my triple confirmation indicator is telling me yeah t-
1: t- since the season you got the gift from santa of uh of a red candle
0: <laughs>
1: i was really hoping for a santa rally man
0: as was i i think there's just too much bad stuff going on in the background too much fear too much you know much shenanigans right now yep
1: makes a lot of sense um but i in if we're talking shorter terms here i still think the chance of us coming back up to 17 three are quite strong we've got some bullish divergence on many metrics going on right now so i think there's a strong chance when we get there,
0: definitely, you know, our shorter term time frames are trying to turn up. It's just how much can they actually get out of it, right? You know, I think is what the thing is going to be. But we'll definitely have a better answer after close again today. It seems yep. like every day, uh, the last week or two weeks, uh, right around close, you know, things kind of shift in a different direction than they had been going like for the for the you know, the rest, the early rest of the day, definitely.
1: Yep. Yeah, well, that's all I got for you, buddy. So you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully this was helpful for anyone listening to this. But yeah, pretty much complete agreements again. Different strategies, same results. Gotta love it.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Ah, P.O. I see you hiding over there, sir. Do you have anything you want to add today? Anything interesting that you've seen going on with the energies or going on in the UK?
2: Um, I don't know, man. The slumbo dude, he's uh, he's freaking me out in the sessions chat, <laughs> oh. <laughs> reminding us of stuff he said months ago and kind of price targets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a bit difficult to call anything right now over the short term because, you know, the Santa rally is, if it doesn't have the liquidity, it's easy to fade. And we could be in very manipulated waters here right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we're still very much in the middle of a lot of moves. Or maybe. A third, a halfway, two thirds, depending on what fractals you show us, you know, um, through uh, a move, you know, uh, a ranging move, or, or, I mean a range. So um, I think it's just about liquidity right now, you know, it's a fear trade. I saw a fear and greed in the next for you know, broader financial markets and everyone's just as freaked out as active participants are just as freaked out as um, as crypto right now um so i don't know i kind of my sentiment does feel that i think there is still another move down at some point it's a shame we're not seeing a rally um a santa rally maybe because of low liquidity conditions you know the market's just been chopped this week and next and maybe there will be a bit of rallying in the year although you can have to consider catalysts, um and in terms of those catalysts maybe some of the financial um financial earnings and stuff like that, um will be a little bit better than what people think, you know. Just just as the energy situation has been showing us. Mm. You know, the narrative is like, oh there were hey gases in the US is back under two bucks a gallon or whatever <laughs> imperial really measuring things over there.
0: But,
2: um <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to figure it out it there for a second. Um so yeah it's very the way I'm looking at it right now, and there's a signal it's kind of seeing in the market, it's it's just very choppy. Let's wait till it picks a direction, should revert to mean, you know. Um mm-hmm. a rally would make sense. Um stay in a range, but at the same time, there's a lot lot to watch out for. Definitely. Um but like um and the kind of point was making as well in the bullish case there is that like things mightn't actually be that bad, you know, like I think it's I would almost be looking at some of the tech stocks to see where they'll drag the NASDAQ. um, And, you know, you could look at crypto as a high beta of the NASDAQ because it is just tech as well. So how are Apple doing? How are Amazon doing? You know, how are Google doing? Um, It could be an argument that Meta is underpriced right now because they're still earning half a billion a quarter cash, you know, Um, and they've made the right decisions. So. Yeah, things mightn't be as bad uh, as, you know, the, um, just, just as per the kind of energy situation as, as this narrative is going to play there. Hmm.
0: No, good point.
2: And, like, you know, the Dixie is very interesting right now, especially the way it's kind of triple confirming on the daily. Mm-hmm. I, I think the key there is what it'll do in the weekly because it kind of like should react at that, at this kind of support level, too, you know? It mm-hmm. would take something, it'd take a catalyst to have. Invalidated just you know a level bounce where it is now. So I wouldn't be looking at the Dixie and assuming that it's going for a higher high. Um, it looks like it's kind of broken that parabola, you know. I think you'd have a better eye for that, but it's that parabola moved on the Dixie and European natural gas that are two things that I think are very interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's really, I think going to depend on whether we get rejected off the lower high at around 108. Or if we revisit into the highs of uh, towards potentially 110, 112, 114, all over again, as we know, traditionals have a sense of, you know, going back to completely retest highs and or new levels that they have broken into, Um, we may not see a, you know, a much clearer lower high to get projected from and continue turning around. Um, the one thing I would be worried about, as you said with the weekly, um, is that the money flow, because it's just going into the red as of this week, you know we we're essentially open right now to some sort of daily midterm up push, and that would be fine. It wouldn't change the overall aspect of this, right? But once we start to shift the money flow back into the green um, after closing it, and maybe we don't even see it close into the red this week we We have four days in order to you know to shift this back up potentially not having it turn red you know that would essentially be bad for the overall outlook too of this continual continuing lower over the macro outlook if that happens obviously you know more confluence for continuation lower and lower in the crypto space which like I like I said I just you know the altcoins are at their absolute limits um, Bitcoin trading lower than i think anyone expected this year because of everything that happened between ftx and now binance and obviously large companies starting to kind of freak out at the same time you know they're i don't think this is what they were expecting
2: i think you know to be um to be more optimistic about crypto itself i think it could just be front running the markets you know and it it seems to have kind of done that and you could argue over the last 10 years or front-run, front um, you know, low, low interest rate environment um, and whatnot. But I think it's, it's probably taking its pain first. And it's a matter of how much lower can the broader markets to the steps that they need to take that crypto is now taking in terms mm-hmm. of, like, stuff going bang, stuff getting restructured, stuff getting liquidated. I think that pain is yet to come. Like, like we're looking at a situation with Tesla and Twitter where it looks, like, kind of inevitable. Mm-hmm. That it, it's it's going to get really ugly, and you know myself and Flywater are great bears in the economics channel, but real estate and the shoe is really dropping there. You know, I think the news was out yesterday. Shopify now twenty five year lease; they're not going to move in. They're like hybrid working as they go. That's after Facebook. So many other companies are just going, "Hey, that multi billion dollar office block where we 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 don't need that." <laughs> um, to so a fine point on it I think. Now, it's not going to be crypto's fault or Bitcoin's fault if it gets dragged lower here and invalidates you know, what should be a range. I think it's stuff that's going on in, in the bigger picture that needs pain that needs to happen and
0: non active market participants to start to panic. Right. Right. The overall outlook of everyone starting to get or continue being uh, shitty. Pretty good. Yes. Yeah. I think.
2: Uh, I'm channeling, I'm ch- channeling, yeah, uh, slumdog here. But like, his his sentiments with respect to crypto? But like, I want people to be worried about their pensions, and they'll be like, okay, this is kind of. These people are freaking out. Like, then we're going to see the Fed pivot. That's the political stroke. Is when Main Street, not Wall Street, like, start figuring out the goose is cooked, and then everyone gets bailed out. and The cycle repeats. Why? <laughs> Basically, that's, that's 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 the bet.
0: That is basically it. Yeah, <laughs> be honest.
2: I've seen it already once in my adult lifetime, and it just seems very similar this time. You
0: know, right?
2: And I think, yeah, I think I think the post-COVID inflation, energy shock inflation, will will fade away. They might reset inflation targets to three or four percent instead of two percent for the next decade, and you know, start cutting at the end of next year. Um actually, something that came to mind earlier, I should have mentioned this, but like. We're kind of two years out from the U.S. election, so mm-hmm. they'll take their pain this year and start recovering into the following year. That also I think makes George sense, is right? Two years, wait, two years, and yeah,
0: huh? Yes, we'll definitely, definitely have to see. There will, if that is the case, you know, we will see some sort of recovery rally somewhere in the middle, where I can imagine, you know, we're, we can see thirty or forty thousand dollars in Bitcoin again. We clearly get rejected. We make our way back to the lows once more. We find if we find support again, you know, then we have potentially momentum and stacked up uh divergence ready to go to then take us into the highs once more. Yeah. But, I think that's the way to think about it, Boledo. Like absolutely it could be a trader's paradise next year,
2: you know? Mm-hmm. Like several bites at the cherry, you know? Um yeah, that that's kind of what you want from from a trader
0: especially with tc exactly well my friends i think we've covered what we had to cover today again you know looking for potentially some sort of short-term bounce coming up and into close today just as we saw on friday and over the weekend but overall at the moment we're going to continue to look lower unless everything continues to shift around like let's say our four-hour leads into our 8-hour, our 8-hour leads into our 12-hour, our 12-hour leads into our daily. If we could start to shift daily back up, we may have a chance for something more than just a very short-term uh, re- retest of what is now resistance. Very clear rejection off that $18,300 level the other day after the Fed meeting and everything. So uh, that's going to be a level I'm keeping my eye on. 17500 definitely a level I'm keeping my eye on. In the short term, if we do see some sort of bounce, and if we do get the next short-term lower lower high, we start to shift our narrative back down. Uh, we'll be looking to close our longs, start you know continue adding into a short or adding a short if you haven't yet, and continuing to trade the trend from there. As always, my friends, if you guys haven't yet, make sure you check out tripleconfirmation.com. Check out our trading bot, which is still in alpha. We will be having another team meeting coming up, I believe, next week. Potentially, maybe not, with Christmas being right around the corner. Um, We'll have to discuss that between myself and the other founders. But, you know, um, we wish you guys uh, happy holidays and Merry Christmas. I'll be more than likely traveling already on Wednesday, but we'll have to see. Um, It's not 100% yet. Uh, whether we'll be having a session in two days or not. But I'll be sure to let you guys know. And again, thank you guys for taking the time to listen. As always, make sure you enjoy the rest of your Monday. Take care. Bye-bye.